Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, July 13th. The LA Galaxy getting ready to head off to Vancouver. They leave on a Friday. They play on a Saturday. Last game before League's Cup break starts. Galaxy might have mixed emotions about that as it approaches, but one more chance to get a little closer to that playoff line that moved a little higher on Wednesday. We'll talk about why that moved higher and a whole bunch of other stuff. In there, we got some Jalen Neal updates. We got a new signing into the LA Galaxy to talk about. Some audio from Greg Vanny is in there. And, of course, everything leads you up to getting ready for the game against Vancouver on Saturday. To help me do all of it, we're back. He's back. It's Eric, the Portuguese Hammerbeer. Eric, how's it going, bud? We're back again. Consecutive weeks, back-to-back performances. Galaxy are unbeaten. I'm on a little unbeaten streak here, so feeling good. How are you doing? Uh, you, uh, I am I am surviving. I, I would complain about it being hot, but it is like 100 and something, 103 I was, there. I was going to say, you're talking to the wrong person. It okay. was 102 today. It will be 105 this weekend. So, yeah, my wife made some lovely plans. She's like, Don't, we're going to meet up with some friends and go on a boat. I was like, I want to be on a boat in 105? And, Texas like yeah. does not sound like a good time to me yeah, but you, hey it's where we'll be anyway just be, you gotta listen just be in the water just be like that's it, the problem you don't want to be in the boat you want to be in the water well, so I, th- I think they announced that like there's enough bacteria in, in Texas water that it's you know probably like it's legally unsafe right uh, to be in so you know got that going for me so okay good good glad glad to see your weekend <laughs> is all set uh and and yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a nice time i'm sure uh well good i mean we have a we have a nice we have a nice you know weekend ahead the la galaxy get to travel up to vancouver they go up north they stay out of the heat right going up north and traveling yeah. above Vancouver's bit. nice this time of year i think yeah it should be i mean it's expensive but it's expensive all this time of year they don't have to pay for it they're fine um so uh so they're getting off there the galaxy on a seven game unbeaten streak two game winning streak possibly a chance if the la galaxy beat vancouver to have the longest winning streak under Greg Vanny in MLS regular season, right? So three complete games, three complete wins. Uh, that's what the LA Galaxy are going against. And as we said, they got a little further away when Vancouver was able to edge out Austin on Wednesday night. Um, and so it pushed that line a little bit further away, which is fine. That's what has to happen. Every, this is all this is all a progress. It doesn't really matter. You weren't going to make the playoffs if you won the game anyway. It didn't, you know, it just would have been nice because you're like, I don't know. It reminds me, my kids taking swimming lessons right now. 
And, you know, one of the first things they have to learn, Eric, is like how to pull themselves out of the pool. And like they're just dead weight. Like they just like try. <laughs> what try, do I do with my hands? Right. Yeah. yeah. He has no idea. He's trying to grab and like the leg comes up and they're like trying to like poke his leg to get it up. So that way he does it by himself. And it's just like he's going back in like you can tell. And I feel like that's the galaxy right now. They're glad they're grabbing the ledge. They're trying to get up now, whether yeah. they have a sibling that's standing in front of them. That's like knocking Some, them yeah, back into someone, the pool. <laughs> someone's dunking them. The instructor is definitely throwing them, keeps pulling them back, he's, you know, to. to to teach them a lesson. Just, uh, uh, yeah. The good news is they were in the deep end drowning. So at least now they have their head above water yeah. slightly just for a little bit. They got a breath, yeah. right? You're not performing CPR. It's like they're, they're their mouth's above water, like <laughs> not quite dead yet. Yeah, they're floating. They're, they're swallowing some pool water still, but I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. breathing. Okay. That's yeah, they're going to have to cough that out. They're going to need a neti pot a little bit later, but yeah. <laughs> They'll be okay. They'll be okay. Um, so, but yeah, it feels like they're trying to pull themselves out onto the pool deck now. Um, which is a better position than obviously drowning not too far, not too long ago in the, in the season. So overall, not a horrible place for the LA Galaxy to be in. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was funny. I was looking at the power rankings, and I have not looked at the power rankings for a very long time because... Yeah, why bother? Why right? bother? There's nothing yeah. to look at there. And they have the LA Galaxy at 14th, right? So very middle of the road. And I was like, you know, if these are real power rankings, that sort of like take in the recent form and everything there... The Galaxy are like top two, top three, top four in the league right now, depend on their last seven, eight games, just in how many points they've gotten and, and the whole deal. I mean, they almost had the perfect trifecta week, which is play in two rivalry games and play the defending MLS Cup champs and play the runner ups in the last year's yeah. MLS and one, win all three games. In fact, they were a, a you know, poor officiating call. Uh, yeah. away from doing that, taking nine points from those nine three points. games, which nobody, yeah, nine, would, nobody thought that was even possible, but it takes <laughs> seven points from that is actually pretty, pretty impressive too. Yeah. So yeah, nine points would have been nice and sitting a little bit prettier, but you're, you're right. Just to, to have their run of games. It's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you know, I, I see it in the chat, you know, are they peaking at the right time? Peak eventually was always my sign. seems like this could be, we're hitting a little bit of a peak uh, in the, in the middle of the season. And then of course we have, league's cup to to kind of rain on our parades and, and bring bring that high down so we'll see where it goes going back to the philadelphia game that was we talked about it last week was that going to be a game where it was a trap game where like they were riding a high right and is it an opportunity where they were going to let up and it seems like they continued the momentum i feel like we can't keep saying this every week but maybe this week is the trap game because like you're riding high everything's good but now you've had the come down from that you don't have maybe as much motivation you're going away from home so maybe this is the one where kind of the the fairy dust starts to to come off of our shoulders here it's a tough game right and it's one because uh vancouver is is very good at home really at home, i mean yeah and it's not even like they're very good at home they have a good record at home it's not great but it's you know they score most of their goals at home they just beat austin at home they're doing some things right and they're keeping they they know where they're at they look at the line yeah. and they're like we are speaking of guys they just got out of the pool deck but somebody's standing over them ready to push <laughs> them back in whenever they finally yeah. come up or Right? Or we're underneath ready to pull them back. Then. I think that's, how it works. that's how it works. Okay, good. I, I like that. So this is going to be, I expect, a, a pretty highly competitive game. I think, um, you know, just looking at a bunch of the factors, I think that it makes for what what you would call a, a pretty good game. But before we get too far into that, no, I, I, the Philadelphia game is still, I, I think, one of their better performances against a very good team. Um, a very good team that had to travel a long way. And you could tell. And you know, they're missing people. The Galaxy are missing people. I mean, you know, blah, 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 the whole deal. Um, you can put all the caveats in it that you want. Uh, but the bottom line is that they won the game. And, and they're, yeah. now, they're now carrying that momentum forward. So, so yeah. overall, it was not interesting. Horrible. Yeah, Joe Tatino 
uh, on the the home broadcast there, he mentioned that it was probably the Galaxy's best performance of the season. And it's one of those, you know, after be- the rivalry game, you think, well, is that true? But then when you think about it, top to bottom, for like, as when you kind of talk about a dominant performance, that might have been. We've seen the Galaxy perform better in spurts or have better halves, um, you know, and, and come up in big moments. But from the first minute to the 90th minute, their best performance for the f- a full game, I feel like. There's maybe. an argument to be made. Awesome. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but it's in the conversation. San, they played San Jose earlier, I think, and won 2 nothing, right? I think that was a 2 nothing game, and so that one may have been a better night. Greg even mentioned it in his post game, sort of like, hey, maybe that one, but he's like, I'd have to go look at the tape. But the bottom line is that Philadelphia should, by all accounts, be a better team than San Jose. San Jose, a good team, by the way. Don't, yeah. don't discount going up there <laughs> and getting a draw against San Jose. That's looking very good right now. Yeah, but and we talked we talked about it with the preview last week. Uh, Philadelphia, even with the players that they were missing, you know, a lot of those MLS MLS Cup finalists, they were on that team. You know, solid defenders, solid playmakers, like they they were there. So it's not like they left all of their talent at home. There was there was a lot of talent on the field, and the Galaxy did well to handle that. Yeah, Ricky Pouge making team of the match day. We talked about that uh, whenever we did the show on Monday night, but uh, he won another award as well. Ricky Ricky Pouge and the Ricky Rocket heard around the league is your AT&T 5G goal of the match day winner. That was the third goal in the closeout there that saw Douglas Costa and Dayan Jovalich and Ricky Pouge all get involved and then Ricky pulling up. I, by the way, if you go back and watch that, I mean, it's not a great, it's a, it's a really good initial break. But the fact is, like, the passing of the top of the box is actually, like, you've stopped the momentum. Like, Philadelphia stopped the momentum. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. it's over. You know, the whole deal. And then Ricky pulls out and just, you know, hammers a rocket into the corner. Um, so, uh, outstanding goal, and he wins wins goal of the week. So, uh, And yeah. by the way, I, I would also say they there was they made a mention of uh, that Ricky Pouge had a goal and assist again. That's two consecutive games where he's had a goal and assist. Last person to do it did it three games in a row, and that was Zlatan Ibrahimovic, just in case you remember that guy. That's good company to be on uh, when you're on the same list as Latan. That's a good thing. The the interesting thing about the goal of the week, you know, given the game that he had against LAFC to outdo it in terms of the goal that he scored was pretty impressive. And then the Galaxy two weeks in a row with Boyd's banger uh, the week before the match day before right. and then uh, Ricky on this match day with the goal of the week. So the Galaxy. Uh, you know, scoring some golosos, you yeah. know, if you want, want to throw that out there. I, I've seen some clips of uh, someone saying that on Twitter, was, making it certain. I don't know who puts the video I, out. There, I don't know who yeah, does that. It's either. making its way out there. Yeah, I would. I, I would imagine it is. Um, yeah, I, I think, again, the only thing I'm concerned about, and this is this has been sweeping, is that you're not getting any goals from strikers, right? No Preston Judd, no Dayon Jovic. Dayon had a couple really. Day- yeah. And. I think I mentioned it on Monday. I'll mention it again. Watching Greg Vanny's reaction to Dayon missing those was almost as painful as watching Dayon's reaction to missing those. Like Vanny wants it more than Dayon <laughs> wants it, right? Like just to get him going, to get him firing on all cylinders and the whole deal. So, um, yeah, it's a it, it's a big it's a big deal right now, just in terms of yeah. how everything is going and how the uh, the LA Galaxy are playing and just trying to get certain guys fired up and just trying to fill in roster slots and roster spots that are not filled in right now, right? That are open and th- that are, are, are there. So um, the Galaxy on the transfer market, and we talked about it, they added a new player. We'll talk about him here in a second, but want to touch on a couple other things because we had the Gold Cup semifinal. Uh, Jalen Neal was, I, I think we were all expecting it. We were waiting yeah. for Jalen Neal to, to, to start in this game and he didn't start. And then the wild speculation began. Yeah, um, we're... <laughs> That's something I want to point out as well. When when we saw the the lineup and Neil was not on it, I thought a lot of uh, LA Galaxy Twitter and, and Galaxy fans in general were ready to riot. It's like maybe he didn't have his best game, 
uh, in the quarterfinal performance, but that's not that, <laughs> to punish him for that after the tournament that he has. He really, I think, is one of the breakout players of the tournament in a, a tournament where really the team, and you saw it with how they went out um, against Panama, was not really a, a fantastic team performance. So to stand out from that w- was impressive. So when you didn't see Neil in the lineup, I think there were a lot of people ready to riot, but then the news came out that it was a groin injury, and that was the reason why he was uh, not starting in that particular game. So it made you feel better, like, okay, he's not getting snubbed. But then as the Galaxy side kicks in, well, now is he coming back with a groin injury? Is, it, is he an injured player? Uh, you know, I saw that he was in training today, so maybe it wasn't – maybe it was more precautionary than a serious injury. So, you know, hopefully we can get him back uh, in the squad as well as the players have been doing, you know, filling in his absence. I think that they're ready to have him back. Uh, in this squad, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's uh, it, we actually have some audio. We can play it from uh, from Greg Vanny here about the injury and what was going on. Not long term, something apparently that Jalen's been dealing with. So let's hear it uh, from uh, Greg Vanny from training today on Thursday uh, before the LA Galaxy leave on Friday for Vancouver. Nah, he's you know he's been managing through the season, kind of like what they call like an osteitis pubis, which is some inflammation in the growing areas, and he's. Uh, sometimes it flares up on him, and I think in this this last uh, series of games that were coming fast uh, with the national team as well and the lots of travel, sometimes that can get a little bit flared up. So um, in general, it's it's a little bit of rest. You know, there's some other ways you can help manage it. Uh, so, but he he feels okay. It's not something that is like it's acute and you have to just take him out of the game. It sometimes he just needs to recover a little bit. His body needs to to regroup. You know, so. Uh, he didn't do anything today. He obviously just kind of drove up from San Diego this morning, and so he came out, and he's just getting some some uh, recovery stuff that, that he needs that will help him to move forward to possibly be available for Saturday. So possibly available for Saturday, see how he sort of goes. But again, something he's been dealing with and maybe just flared up during that that U, that uh, U.S. men's national team time uh, there. And then the U.S. eliminated from that, which frees him up to come back and play for the L.A. Galaxy this weekend or in any of the other games that are sort of coming up. Other things to point out there is Greg Vanny still says growing instead of groin. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're playing the drinking game at home, you got the growing areas there. It's like he has growing pains. You yeah. know, that's really <laughs> what what it's starting to come down to. And uh, I uh, I, I almost feel bad for, for Kintoon, but it's just, it's too funny not to, not to pay attention to every single time. And people are like tagging me, they're like groin injury. Guess when's going <laughs> to say growing injury. Here it comes. Um, so yeah. So, uh, Jalen Neal, it, it looks like, okay. Um, and stuff that he's been dealing with. And so hopefully he comes back and is able to be available. The interesting part about that was Greg Vanny was talking after that about Jalen Neal. And he was talking about the guys and how they were playing. And and just was he surprised that, you know, Mavinga, um, you know, was Mavinga and those guys have played so well um, together. And basically what he said was um, he he yes and no. He was he was surprised. But at the same time, he said, um, you know, those guys are really good together and that they've been spending a ton of time. Movinga and Leardam have been spending a ton of time together talking to each other back and forth, like on the field, off the field, talking about different situations, working with Dan. The the ultimate in professionals, whenever you talk about what it means to be a professional soccer player is to be put in a new position like Kelvin Leardam is. And he and Greg sort of said, listen, he's already he's always sort of been maybe the guy who can play your third center back like that type of thing. So it's not completely 
foreign to him. But now he's playing in a two-man center back position with Mavinga. They've never played together. And that these guys basically apparently are inseparable and they're just they're just they're lapping yeah. it up. The they, they understood the assignment, basically, is what's what's happening it, here. Yeah. It, it feels that way. Um he said, he said, so yeah, they've done it. They've done a really nice job. This is me quoting Greg, and he goes, and so you know, we'll let them keep doing it until they're not doing it. Okay. That to me sounds like a pretty strong indication that he's not, gonna break it he's up, not yeah. touching anything right now, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you're fine. Everybody's good. We're not going to touch anything. It's working. And if you look, the LA Galaxy went from conceding almost two goals a game to now conceding about one goal a game, um, which is a hu- huge improvement whenever you look at just the averages over the seven games and the things that they've sort of been able to do, right? So um, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, pretty interesting. We'll see how that if that holds up, right? Because yeah. um, I'm convinced that League's Cup comes around, things break a little That's, bit. Jalen <laughs> Neal comes back, plays in some League's Cups game. Now all of a sudden, him and Mavinga are gelling again, or him and Leardam are gelling. However, they want to do it. And now all of a sudden, you have a, th- a situation where you do get to pick, and you do have to pick it. So uh, really well, interesting to see. Yeah, the argument for um, the Mavinga Leardam pairing is kind of what happened at the beginning of the season. Is you know we had. Sega go out due to injury. Mavinga didn't look that great. So you had Neil slot in and Neil and Caceres seemed to have that relationship, that communication. It seemed to be firing uh, or, or working despite the results. It seemed like that pairing, uh, you know, they were doing well by feeding off of each other. So now in the rever- in the inverse, when you have Caceres going off injured and you have Neil off with international duty, the, they're getting their time to gel their pairing. So, you know, you're not, he didn't break up the Caceres Neil uh, you know, situation unless he had to. Right. And so now you're not going to break up the Mavinga Leardom situation uh, unless it happens. But you, you, you said exactly what I was going to say with the league's cup break. I think that's where you have the opportunity. And then depending on what happens in this game in Vancouver, because then if it's no longer a streak, right. if the result doesn't break their way and then you, you don't have to, you know, go down with the ship per se by saying, Hey, we had this streak. I had to keep it going. If you have a result that kind of breaks it up, then you have a little bit more freedom to kind of tinker and make those moves depending on how they're looking. Yeah, it certainly is. $5 super chat from Mr. Provino, who is out on the uh, COG Express out at the train club with uh, one of my buddies, Mike, uh, is out there. He says, listening in and no derailments yet, which is always good. But, you know, hey, out there, just a matter of time. Just just keep going around in circles <laughs> till something falls yeah. off the track. So. so so we know. OK, so that's a common occurrence. Oh, it's in train land. Dude, you should. Yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> I get asked this question all the time and okay. people are like, you know, because I'll get a train and there's 30 people on the train. And so I'll sit there and if I'm a conductor, I'll say, oh, hey, how is everybody doing? They're like, and they're like, does the train derail? I'm like every day. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like every day. They're like, well, how many times? Like, 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 how many times? I'm like, it, like maybe once or twice in a eight hour period will we have trains? But yeah, it happens. I mean, little things, and you lean goofy, and you know, next thing you know, you're and most of them are just and you're like, the train's off the track. You're like, okay, and then you stop and put it back on, and you're good. You know, rarely do you ever dump people. So, so no, it's 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 very safe. And if they do, having been on the train, I think if you fall off, that's you're probably, that's on you that's on more you, than you would think <laughs> than you, the train itself. You would yeah. think that is the bigger problem is people not paying attention and falling off yeah. than like the train derailing or anything else. Um, uh, Five dollar super chat from Philip. Crazy how we've had a revolving door of center backs since Omar and AJ. Yeah, I mean, you know, by the way, could have had Dan Stares and Dave Romney. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wanted to give them a chance. Those guys are both off doing their thing and the whole deal. But that could have been a pairing. If it's Bruce Arena back in the day, I feel like that develops as a as a pairing because he knew that holding two guys next to each other who have played together, who know each other, who do that stuff eventually pays dividends for you. Right. Um, 
So yeah, as my phone goes off, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my Jose Mourinho and say if I speak, I will be in big trouble. So I'm just gonna kind of remain quiet. As much as I like Dan Stairs and right. Dave Romney, right. I don't I don't know if that would have been the pairing uh, that you wanted to. Leonardo you know, do, was in do there. Your, at one do your point. dynasty your your six to seven year dynasty around, and I like those guys, but. Michael Ciani was in there. Breaks a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, but again, I just I can go through a lot of guys who were really horrible, and and yeah. they played for the LA Galaxy. Well, right, the, we were supposed to get, uh, you know, uh, Polenta, and then people people Rivera, uh, oh, people Gonzalez. People that was supposed to be mm-hmm. our our center backs for the next five years, and that didn't pan out either. Jorgen so, Shelvick. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand the frustration about. The revolving door, yeah, for Ed- sure. Eduardo gave us a $5 super chat, says, My son Sebastian is listening to his first live show. Welcome to the show, Sebastian. We're sorry Shout that out to Sebastian. Yeah, we're sorry that your dad has such poor taste in podcasts. <laughs> uh, well, but, but we're glad to have you here. Hopefully you can grow with us, and uh, hopefully you're enjoying this LA Galaxy resurgence here. Um, yeah, big, so, yeah. Big shout out to the, the, to the children who are listening. Fun fact, my, my children have now discovered that I'm on YouTube. So yeah. shout out to my little ones. Yeah. My, my my homeboys who are out there. Go to bed if yeah. you're watching. Yeah, go to bed. It's way past your bedtime. Way, way but past. But shout out to my people as well. I'm pretty sure your wife was in the chat room for a little while yeah. there as well. Okay, just checking. Yeah, just so checking. she does. She likes to keep. Ta- she likes to make sure that this is actually where I say I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Where? You really go I'm down going, there? I'm going in that room. What are you doing in that room? What are you doing in that room exactly? So this is it. We just <laughs> you just talk to people like this. What was yeah. the thing we were doing uh, on our group text where you had to explain your job but really poorly? Oh yeah. Right. I think I, I ended up making a. Th- thread of that yeah, yeah or you know explain your job poorly i think mine was you know people take pictures of me at soccer games because they've seen me dance on the internet it's like that's a really bad description of how this works yeah i uh um, i watch somebody do a thing for two hours and then i talk about it for an hour uh twice a week that's what I, that's what i do okay <laughs> sometimes you talk about it more than they actually do the thing this is true. Up, this if you is, add up monday thursday yeah. yeah yeah it's not you're not wrong sometimes we talk more than than they than they play then we watch them do the thing so <laughs> uh, a lot of fun there um uh, let's see uh jacob uh, ten dollar super chat uh since they revealed the la galaxy uh dgk dgk tech deck toys i've been looking constantly for one to pop up to no avail if anyone has one they'll part with and can ship to uh is that michigan am i yeah michigan i will pay uh uh you know is this allowed here yeah we're fine with that that's fine i, don't <laughs> I was gonna care. say th- this is how you know shout out to jacob because they're willing to pay ten dollars in the super chat to make sure that the message gets out there and then they'll pay additionally you know to get make sure that that uh you know, I can get that tech deck, but I will say I've seen, I've seen it posted. It seems like they're gone. There's no secret stash. They're not happening. So, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> you're going to have to, someone's got to be willing to get rid of it. And then I think that might come at a hefty price. So good luck to you, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so very good on that. Um, yeah. COG swap and shop. We do have like a trading sort of discord, uh, discord right? channels yeah. that you can go into. I, I would suggest that you, you go on the Discord and actually um, join up, and perhaps somebody in there could help you because they do a great job on kits in there. Like, well, there's always kit. Yeah, yeah. I will say I, I'm oh. pointing in the wrong direction, okay. but some of these lovely kits that you see back here are a score from the Galaxy Dick Discord. So, yes. my uh, Abel Chevier, you know, Portuguese legend on the LA Galaxy. I, got, I had to make sure I could get my hands on that jersey. So yeah, if, shout out to the Discord if you're not already on there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know, there's lots of little hidden things. You know, I've collected many many things that are in this like office here that eventually when I die somebody will want, I'm sure. Uh won't be worth anything now. Yeah, I know. Not you though, right? I've got a whole cabinet of 
BS back here. It's fun times. Yeah, it's good. It keeps me happy. Good I stuff. like to just go and see my little trinkets. You know, let me let me have my fun. Let me have my thing. What would you think of uh, Jalen Neal, his overall performance for for U.S. Men's National Team? I mean, when you when you weigh everything and again, a C team, I'm not sure that I'm going to be one of those people who's going to be overreacting to the fact that they lost <laughs> to, to Panama. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. You can. Um, but, you know, seeing Jalen Neal, seeing his play, seeing his progression, seeing, I think, the upside that he had, I think he's one of the brighter spots that comes out of this tournament. It's not saying, hey, Jalen Neal's going to go start for the U.S. men's national team, but do you, is he, he he could very well be on the roster or the extended roster as they move forward for that A team. He might be off the bench, but is he he could be a center back option for, for the U.S. men's national team here in the in the relative future, let's say, in the next you know three yeah. to four years. I think that's the that's what happened. He he made a case. Uh, we know that the camp cupcake uh, friendlies in January. That oftentimes those are one time call ups. You don't really get tons of players there. Uh, it's really more of like a C or even a D team. But the Gold Cup maybe you get a little bit more competitive, and so this is a chance for players to make their case. And I think Jalen made a case to be in the conversation. Is he going to be a starting center back? You know, in the next you know two years, probably not. But you know, four years down the line, five years down the line, if he continues to get some of these maybe January call-ups, continues to progress at the club level, maybe gets, you know, European transfer down the line, he definitely looked comfortable there. And and you mentioned it, one of the few bright spots. I think there were some players we saw in that tournament who we said, okay, I've seen enough. I've seen enough of this player uh, at the national team level. I think we're ready to move on. Uh, And there were some players that made the case. Uh, Jalen Neal was one of them. I think Dewan Jones was another one uh, who made a little bit of a case. So, uh, that's what it seems like that was that was the sole purpose of this tournament right is it was to see who could make a case because it doesn't seem like they went in with a competitive roster to go and dominate and to win the thing I think they hoped obviously that they would win but I don't know that they went to say we're gonna go and we're gonna put on a strong display it was more like uh, a trial run for players which is unfortunate to see how the gold cup has kind of become this that's secondary what, that's what conversation you do whenever yeah. you have the nation's league that plays like two weeks before it, like the nation's league final. I get it. I know what you're saying, yeah, but it's I'm a just... conversation for another day. If you, uh, uh, you know, Hercules, uh, had, had a good, uh, comment on that about me, you know, making it mean something. It seemed like it didn't really mean, uh, enough to the fan base, to the players. It seemed like this was a bit of a throwaway tournament, but that maybe is a conversation for another time, but a bright spot was Jalen Neal. I think he showed that he, he deserves to be in the conversation when you talk about American center backs, especially with a World Cup coming down the way in 2026. Maybe that's the time. You know, talk about peaking at the right time. Yeah. If you look at a progression and track center backs, that's probably going to be a good time uh, to be on the USA radars when that World Cup comes around in 2026. Looking forward to it, uh, Jalen Neal. Yeah, I think he he did he did himself a lot of favors. Did some had some good play, and it, it's fun to watch when when guys have it, they just have it. Eric, right? We we talk so much about like, oh, let's see how they develop yeah, at the it. next thing, right? But you see, he goes every level he's gone to so far. He relatively and and listen, I'm not saying he didn't have shaky moments. He's had shaky moments in MLS, and we've seen that as he's developed, right? Now he's done a pretty good job of making those shaky moments not give up a goal, and I think he did that in the u.s men's national team games too they didn't yeah. score a goal whenever he was whenever he had those shaky moments so um neil uh, you know he just but he seems like he fits it's like oh you're at a new level this is international level and you know you've never been here before this is senior team you know blah blah all this other stuff and you're like oh but he fits you see it you can see it with your eyes and this is a lot of times we talk about analytics and how, having you help see t- you don't need analytics to see that Jalen neil's comfortable out there <laughs> as a center back right so uh, very good. We got to, by the way, a $5 super chat from uh, LA Galaxy Outsider. Uh, we'll trade my tech deck for pupusas and a tall can. See? 
There were, we made well, a match made in heaven. That's a good deal. That, that is, is a, good, a really deal. good deal. Make yeah. it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. LA Galaxy Outsider, one of the best. Shout Out. out to the legend. Salute. We salute you, sir. Um, I wanted to get to this one as well. Being we're talking about uh, World Cup and everything else, the LA Galaxy actually got a payment of $73,000 from uh, FIFA. And this is basically for their World Cup player involvement uh, program that they have. And I think it was announced uh, prior to the 2010 World Cup, but I think it really was in effect like in 2018. But basically FIFA said, we're going to pay the clubs for using your players basically for a certain amount, right? And I forget what it is, but there's a certain amount that you get for showing up and the whole deal. And the Galaxy get a a check for Martin Caceres for $73,000 basically. And that goes back to the LA Galaxy. FIFA by the way, gave away $209 million uh, to clubs. And it was basically clubs for to the players and the players, uh, the players clubs for the previous two years, right? So basically before the World Cup, it was the previous two years that sort of led up to that. So uh, just a way of FIFA taking their mounds and mounds and mounds of money <laughs> and and trying to find a an appropriate home. for That's the whole thing. If they gave away $209 million, like it really wasn't a thing, you know they have, yeah. like they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Where's the good money go? Yeah. yeah. How do those, breaking down those stadiums in Qatar, That that's probably where, you know, a lot of that money is going. But it is interesting to see you know, the payments and how they get dished out. This is, you know, you hear a lot of times about the national team. It's play for the pride of your country. But at the end of the day, they, they do get compensated for their work and for their, they get rewarded depending on, you know, how far along they get in the tournament. There's a lot of different incentives that go there. So it's nice to see that the Galaxy were able to get a cut of that. You look at the teams that are listed there. Not every MLS club was listed. There was a USL club in there. So just, to, yeah, it's one of those, it's, you know, with Emmy, Emmy nominations, it's just an honor to be nominated. Right. It's an honor to be on the list, just to to be in the conversation when you talk about a World Cup and to be compensated for it. Not, not tons of money, 72 thousand what does that get i think that gets a used jeep cherokee nowadays right. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. i don't know what that's gonna With get a you hundred thousand <laughs> miles on it <laughs> but uh you know it, it's it's good that they got something out of it i don't know where that's gonna go or how the galaxy is gonna use it maybe it went to uh gam for our new signing it very well could be and uh and so uh we'll we'll turn the page and look at that um the la galaxy announced on <clears throat> let's see. I want to make sure I get it right. Tuesday. So right after the show, that's right. Tuesday morning, July. Usually the way it works, right? Yeah, exactly. We talk, we say, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Everything's going to happen. Then no, nothing's going to happen. Uh, the LA galaxy announced that the club had acquired defender, Tony Alfaro from New York city FC in exchange for $125,000 in 2023 general allocation money. Uh, and New York city could receive up to an additional $375,000 in general allocation money. If certain performance metrics are met by Alfaro in 2023 and 2024. Additionally, the Galaxy opened up a roster slot by placing defender Martin Caceres on the injured list. Not the season-ending injury list, the injured list, which is different. Those two lists are different. Everybody got confused for a little while. Everybody now paying attention. He's on the injury list, which basically means we're going to keep paying him. He's going to be over there, and we're going to put him on this injury list because it's probably going to be longer term, and that means that we're going to open up his roster spot, basically, and whenever he comes back, we'll have to figure out how to get him back on the roster whenever that happens, and we'd have to abide by all the rules and whenever that happens if he does come back, right? So uh, Tony Alfaro comes in uh, as a, uh, a center back, uh, a depth center back. Uh, the guy is, what is a 30 years old, you know, 190 yeah. pounds, six foot two, so he's got some size to him. Um, the big deal that everybody obviously wants to point at, and it is a big deal, is he went to college at Cal State Dominguez Hills. So this is a local Coming guy. back home? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Greg Vanny actually talked about that. He said, you know, we know um, we know about Tony. We know he's a veteran. We know that he knows how to play. 
Um, we know that he's good with the ball, which is good for our style. Uh, you know, he's he he went to college at Cal State Dominguez Hill, so we know that his adjustment back to Los Angeles isn't going to be a problem, right? Hometown guy sort of thing. Um, uh, and so uh, when you look at him and what he's able to do, um, this this makes sense. The interesting thing was, and I believe we tracked this down, was that New York City had him on a one-year contract plus one more on an option. So I imagine that that's the contract the LA Galaxy picked up whenever they did it. So it seems like sort of a short-term rental for $125,000. And if you like them and if you want to keep them for next year, then you have to worry about the the performance metrics through 2024 and everything else and you know how that sort yeah. of goes. So I, I don't think, again... This is not something where you're like, oh, my God, they did it. They yeah. solved the, they solved the problem. Yeah. You know, that's not Tony Alfaro, but it's a good it's a decent enough depth piece for what they paid that it's not going to be, you know, one, it doesn't hinder them financially. And two, uh, it's a body where they need a body right now. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Jay Neal injured uh, somewhat. Yeah. Right. And trying to get back. You had Eric Zavaleta injured in the Gold Cup. Uh, you have Martin Caceres, who's who's injured um, and is out for a significant period of time with his basically his knee fracture. Um, and so all those things added together mean that this is another body that they can put in there and they, it's somebody they think they can trust. Yeah. It, it's funny. I, I don't know if you've been reading my notes, but that's kind of almost exactly word for word what I have in here. So I'm going to say with no, no disrespect, which is usually you say so when you're about to disrespect someone pretty bad, but it doesn't really excite me as a move, but it is a warm body that the galaxy need at a CB in a position where we're one groin pull or a, a bad trip away from, you know, putting Mark Delgado or Gaston Brugman right. at center back. So you need another center back in there. When you look at, you know, where he's been in his career, you know, shout out to our uh, Dominguez Hills Toros, you know, that he, he's coming back home. But you look at where he's been journeyman, you know, as an understatement, you know, has been spent some time in, in Seattle, Salt Lake uh, or, or sorry, Seattle, uh, Chivas, you know, Reno FC, DC United, New York. And they're not all long-term deals, wasn't there for very long. Right. So, you know, this is not someone who solidified himself as a starter anywhere. I think six appearances uh, for New York City. But at the end of the day, you need someone, you need a body, someone who's comfortable at center back that you're not transitioning from a different position, not putting in the Giassi Zardes, you know, striker to right back uh, transition. Someone who's going to be comfortable in that spot. And so that's the positive piece of it. Uh, it does it, say yeah. that his citizenship is uh mexican but does he have I'm, I'm assuming that he has uh it's either a green card or yeah. a natural naturalized citizen if you know went yeah. to college in the states i'm making assumptions here yes but uh does it take an international slot any news on that he it didn't say he has uh, it's uh, it calls his citizenship mexico and the united states so, okay so, there we yeah, go there you go so so either dual citizenship or or however a naturalized citizen however that works right um, so he's in there. No, I, you know, I will say this, uh, looking at, you know, his 2021, 2022 seasons, you know, 25 games played, 18 games played, 21 starts, nine starts, even four starts this year for 2020 in 2023 for New York City. It's not like he's that rusty. As a matter of fact, his last game yeah. was on June 21st. Uh, where he went 90 minutes in the start, right? And so he was starting for a little bit, and then I imagine they either, you know, switch formations or got somebody healthy back. But you can go through in just his recent games and sort of be like, okay, you can see that he was playing and that he probably has it and that he's probably ready and raring to go if the Galaxy need him. Uh, uh, likely not to need him, right? In terms, yeah. But with, with the way the Galaxy have been going through center backs and the injuries, maybe you will need him. So again, uh, I think Greg said he wanted three to four players. This would be like the fourth player. Right. This is like, OK, you got your backup CB. That's cool. That's that's your fourth. He's, he's someone who probably wasn't originally on the list when they were looking for players, but needed was a, you know, someone 
uh, what do they call that? An emergency purchase or something where, uh, you know, panic, panic buy, right. uh, where you, you, something goes wrong and then you automatically have to go into the emergency fund. That's, that's what it seems like this was. So maybe not those, you know, two or three players or three or four players that you're initially looking for, but out, out of necessity, this is someone they needed to, to go after. And the funny thing that I hear, and you, we heard it last week with the Pizarro rumors that were happening, which it looks like he's heading to Greece now. So the galaxy are now possibly out of that business. I mean, didn't we kind of say that pump the brakes on that one a little bit, that it was an option that could possibly do something and maybe they wouldn't choose that direction. Yeah. But, but during that time people were saying, well, what about Joseph Martinez? Well, I don't think they were willing to part with it. Well, New York city, couldn't we get a different center back? One of their regular starters, guess what? They're not going to want to part with their regular starter. They're a guy who's only has, you know, four starts and was more of their bench player. That's the guy who's going to be available. So, right. um, we need to kind of talk and talk ourselves into a little bit of realism as well. Right. Can we talk a, a real quick, uh, a shout out in the chat room, uh, push bike surfer, the push bike surfer is in there. Uh, he says, they say, uh, Hey geez from the sunshine coast of Australia. G's up. So there you go. Standing on his what head, time? standing wow. on his head. We're doing that the whole day. Yeah. What Someone's time? Got, what, how, which way does the toilet flush there? How hey, does that work? Hey Siri, what time is it in Australia? In Canberra, Australia, it's one thirty-seven PM. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's a but, nice but, afternoon. But we don't know, a Foster's. But yeah. we don't know where, uh, you know, like it, that's a big, a big country. That's a big that's country. True. You could be in a different, but it's still like, you know, I imagine within Ish. four hours of that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's good. All right. I like it. Not, Shout it's out nice. to push bikes. It's, it's winter, right? It's cold, right? You're a little chilly. Right. This always freaks me out. I cannot understand the whole like <laughs> the whole go below the equator. Yeah. yeah. It's winter. Brazil summer. as well. Yeah. 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 But uh, but anyway, welcome to the chat. We appreciate you and thank you for logging in from uh, from down under. Um, so this so you got Tony. Listen, I wanted to get to this. This was the big thing for for Greg Vanny um, was they was asked about the transfers. Right. And what was sort of going on. So um, and by the way, shout out to Damian Calhoun, who I'm pretty sure was the only reporter that who was there today. So shout out Damian, hardest working reporter uh, by far. One of the best guys in the uh, in the press corps as well. So uh, Damian asked, well, how, how are things going with transfers? And this was Greg Vanny's answer. And let's listen, and then we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. Well, I mean, it's a tricky one for us because right now it's all about the in-the-league stuff, and so we have some conversations going on. Teams aren't, teams aren't eager to move right now until they get out of this stretch of games and they go maybe into the, into the League's Cup break. Then I think you might start to see some movement around the league, whether it's us and we're involved in that. will depend on what opportunities are there. Uh, as far as working on things outside of the league, we we ultimately can't really do anything until um, I think it's August 4th till it closes. But we certainly are having some discussions with, uh, I'd say, three or four players that are of interest to us if we can, uh, free agents, if you, if you will, if we can um, put together the right situation for them and for us, then you know we may see one or two come from outside the league as well. All right, there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, August second is whenever it closes. I wanted to. I was pretty sure it was August second. I was actually. I meant to check that before we did. You know everything, but I, <laughs> I forgot to do that. So, um, so August second is whenever that closes. And as we have talked about, um, this is Greg Vanny's talking about how guys don't want to move until the League's Cup breaks come. So that's sort of coming, and we'll see how everything sort of moves around. And and ju- I mean, listen. Miami is bringing in like it feels like another 20 players. Um, and so <laughs> those guys all have to find places somewhere and go somewhere and they're going to figure out ways to do that. Um, we, we were having a discussion in the discord earlier today. It's like, well, will MLS change rules for Miami in order to allow them to sort of redo this? Like, I don't think they need to. 
I think there's plenty of rules in there that that will sort of, you know, um, be able to be abided by and you can buy out contracts and you can do some things. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be more difficult than than I think Miami thinks it's going to be. I'd like to zag on that as well, where people are saying, oh, special treatment for Messi, where <laughs> my argument, if you're MLS or Don Garber or whoever's a judge, yes, absolutely uh-huh. yes. do special treatment mm-hmm. <laughs> to get Messi, allow five DPs do, to get that player in your league, to get the for the growth of the league, growth of the game and to, you know, for what it means to get Lionel Messi. Yes, there's going to be exceptions. There's going to be special treatment. Right. So get ready for it. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to cry about it too hard. Uh, from the David Beckham franchise about special treatment yeah. and getting players <laughs> to, you know, game-changing players to come to the league. Yeah, by the way, it said, I read something recently that said t- it took Tim Liewicki two years to convince MLS to do it, and then they had to convince David Beckham to do it, too, like at the same time. So it was it was quite the coup whenever that happened. And listen, as far as I'm concerned, they're not really breaking many rules right now. Uh, they're bringing Messi in. They You can pay a designated player as many, much money as you want, right? Um, getting the tie-ins with Apple and doing and Adidas and trying to do that that's where it gets a little more but at the but same time a, i'd allow that that's more marketing right that's more of a player yeah. a player option than it is uh you know the league bending rules uh because because the dp like you said uh if you get a designated player you can pay him whatever you want so wherever that money comes from uh you know you you figure it out yeah we'll uh, we'll see how that all all goes down but the other thing to sort of point out and i don't want to say i told you so but i told you so uh greg vanny says we can't do anything until the window closes they're talking to uh, you know three or four free agents that could help them but vanny says not short term he goes maybe we'll find some guys that'll be short term he goes but right now those are not short term these are guys who can help us now and into the future and so again i think there's going to be movement i think it's going to happen uh you know everybody's going to complain about the transfer window and it's going to heat up whenever leagues cup goes into and yeah. guys start moving a little bit and people that's when i think galaxy fans are going to panic wait till that august second date wait till august third and watch to see if the la galaxy have any other deals lined up and i think we're going to hear some rumors about that whenever it gets closer to that um so i think there's some things in the works right now and vanny's you know very clear and by the way said the same thing in the primary transfer window we're talking to a bunch of guys and what happened okay nothing right so you know that type of thing same thing could happen it could all fall apart um but people are also uh, they pretend like players wouldn't wait for the right situation. They're like, oh, I want to come to the LA Galaxy, but God, I have to wait another week. Oh, it's too hard. You know, <laughs> or, you know, with visas and everything that goes on, we know how long that process takes. It, it is what it is. And if it is going to be a player who's, you know, going to be long term, then it's worth the wait. I, right. My, my thing that I've been saying is I don't know who these the mystery free agents are that are magically going to be the impact players for the LA Galaxy. Right. But. Maybe this, to argue against myself, which is one of my favorite things to do, maybe it's not someone that I know. And maybe that's a good thing because that shows that the Galaxy are moving in a different direction, that they're not going after the Di Marias or the Hazards, these players who maybe you know the name, but maybe the right. the play isn't there. Maybe it's going to be someone who's a free agent, but maybe it's a little bit more under the radar, but they're going to be able to contribute in the league. So kind of interesting to see what direction they go, because as far as like, you know, high profile free agents who are without a club and, right. you know, could make an impact on the galaxy. Those names don't, you know, fly off the page right now. So uh, it's going to be interesting who those names are. Uh, a little side note to all of that. Uh, I heard the LA Galaxy, I heard through a little birdie, the LA Galaxy put up a job posting for uh, the analytics analysts, right? For for internal LA Galaxy analysts um, for, for the analytics side of things. So um, again, something we've sort of been asking about and seeing if it would happen and all that other stuff, right? This is this is th- that job opening is out there. So they are hiring for that job. 
Um, so that's something there. So anyway, that's where we sit on transfer stuff. Tony Alfaro again, whatever. Okay, cool. Need, need another he, he seems like a, again, he seems like a, like the perfect guy to get as the depth piece that probably yeah. isn't going to play for the rest of this year. Right. I mean, that's likely. He seems Eric Zavaleta adjacent. Yeah. I, I would put him, I would put him above Eric Zavaleta okay. in terms of where he, where he fits in the, uh, in the, in the depth charts of things. I mean, Quite honestly, he's like right behind Jalen Neal as far as I see it, right? So Jalen is is either that second or third center back. And so, you know, Alfaro is probably the fourth and Zavaleta is the fifth uh, whenever you look at that. Uh, I wanted to get to one more thing before we turn our attention to Vancouver. And the Baby G's got a, uh, what are we calling this again? El Trafico. El, El Trafico is what I believe they're calling it, which nice try. I mean, okay. I, mean I, I don't know that it, like there's too many syllables. It's, it does, it's mush mouth. El Traficico, like it doesn't, it doesn't float. El Trafico, you know, there was magic. You really bottled something special there. I think you mentioned it could be El Traficito. There there can be some other things here, but uh, you know, at least it's something. And at least we see a familiar scoreline, 4-3 in the first El Traficito, El Traficico. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Um, LA Galaxy 2 uh, scoring four goals. By the way, almost bottled it whenever you look at the just the timeline of everything. Yeah. Up 3-1 <laughs> and it ends up, you know, up 4-1, uh, I think, and ends up being, yeah, you know. it was 3-0 four, at a time. Yeah, yeah, and ends up being 4-3 uh, uh, late in that game. So uh, some some games by, or some goals by Alex Akala, um, who we've talked about a whole bunch on this in, in previous years, and he's the Man City player that at 18 years old basically is ready and willing to go to Manchester City whenever that happens. Yeah. Um, Alex he's, Akala. He's a player who when they had the youth tournament out here in, in Dallas, I made a point to go watch that tournament just to watch him play. And he's someone who, you know, depending on when he matures and when he gets ready, uh, he may get some first team minutes before he turns right. 18 and ends up going to Man City. Well, don't be surprised if you see him on the LA Galaxy first team uh, you know, in the next year or two. Yeah, scored the first goal, got fouled for the penalty kick on the second goal. Um, you had Adrian Gonzalez who converted Gino Vivi in there and, and Aaron Bibu. Uh, and then Bibu was the fourth goal scorer there. So congratulations to the baby G's on uh, on getting the win. Uh, so the L.A. Galaxy very much uh, trying to push the narrative that uh, they are in charge of L.A. right now after beating LAFC in both levels there, which is always fun and always interesting. Uh, if you well, well, did did yeah. LAFC too? Was that their B team? Was that their A team? I, was that their C team? You know, was, what, what's the excuse? I, <laughs> on that I, group? I don't I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's I am sure they have different letters for all of those. Um, if you were paying attention at all, there were some midweek games, and that's why the LA Galaxy currently sit about six points out of that last playoff spot uh, whenever they're chasing Vancouver. Um, and it was because Vancouver beat Austin 2-1. to one. Uh, We'll talk about that game here in a little bit. Just looking at some of the other scores that also uh, went around, Minnesota beating Houston, uh, Kansas City and RSL. RSL continues to uh, to defy the odds and not lose on the road and continue to, to win on the road. So uh, a tough game is coming up against RSL. Uh, whenever those two teams, whenever the Galaxy and RSL meet, they have been playing uh, interesting. Uh, Philadelphia getting back on the uh, the winning side of things, two nothing over Nashville. Interesting one. Um, the sleeper Colorado and Portland zero zero, uh, and then Chicago three nothing over Montreal. I think Chicago scored three goals in the first half, so they had all three of their goals, which is unusual for them, uh, really, when you look at it. And then LAFC uh, goes from basically squeaking out a win to a complete blowout towards the end of that game, three nothing over St. Louis, uh, and then San Jose over Seattle. If you didn't see the volley on the corner kick, uh, you're missing out on probably one of the goals of the year uh, for yeah, San Jose. Nice yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to like San Jose, but. You got to give it up. That was, a, it was a nice. 
Yeah. Um, and then Vancouver, uh, like we said, two to one. Let's talk about uh, a little bit. Well, I kind of want to. They're scheduled. Before you some, move on. Yes, yes. Before you move on, I will say looking uh, at the teams who are on top of the galaxy, which is everyone except for Colorado, uh, Minnesota adding their striker, Pookie. Uh, you know, th- that's when you see him play and you see how easy, you know, the goal, the ball bounced his way. But if you watch the finish, like that's what a competent, legit striker looks like right and to see minnesota score someone like that and that's the position that the galaxy so desperately need is someone like that uh in the pookie vein who, who you know could be someone who uh you know just just a competent you know legit striker that's the one piece that the galaxy seem to be missing right now and need uh, to have it so yeah. need to have it because you can get goals from ricky and you can get goals from tyler boyd and you can yeah. get the goals from the midfielders but those goals are a lot of work whenever you're trying to do that. direct route striker goals those are the ones that are bread and butter that's what you live and die off of whenever you do it the galaxy have sort of been um circumventing their shorthandedness yeah. on that at that as of right now right so uh not too bad if you look at the standings galaxy in 13th uh western conference is led by st louis at 38 points up there lafc at 36 points seattle at 35 seattle losing to san jose who has 32 points is in fifth rsl in 34 points in fourth place right so you can sort of see how this stuff is stacking out you go down to ninth vancouver with the win over austin 28 points that means the la galaxy are six points behind so if the galaxy win they can be within three points of vancouver if they lose they would be nine points behind vancouver right so this is what we call a six point game it's a little six point swing all right and and it means a lot right here as we talk about the la galaxy trying to pull themselves out of the pool right this is this is one of those where you get a little bit closer the belief continues and that belief uh hopefully will last you through the dry times here of the league's cup and then back to MLS uh, yeah. play whenever you get there. So, yeah, we saw in the, in the chat a little bit earlier about, you know, uh, how important this game is. There's way too many games left in the season before we start saying must wins and can't lose. And we start playing that game. Uh, but this is one where it definitely, you know, is a morale booster. And that as the, you just naturally there are fewer games as the season goes on, right. These games become a lot more important. So this is one that definitely, you know, could, could, could impact how the galaxy are, are, are looking at these games and the players that they put in position and the signings that they make. It can put the galaxy in a position where, uh, they're going to be look be looking to to peak eventually and peak at the right time. Yeah, very well could. Um, galaxy Vancouver coming up and then it's leagues cups, uh, July 25th and July 29th. Uh, when, Either of those games advance out of that group and you'll have more games to play in there. Uh, the Galaxy then return back to league play against RSL. Remember, I shouted out RSL August 20th, uh, LA Galaxy host and Real. So like that is going to be a massive little game. Uh, really fun to sort of watch. And the Galaxy hosting Chicago. Um, and then it'll be a way to San Jose again for the second time because that'll be the third time that they've played um, in this particular year. Um, nothing else from the schedule stuff. We'll talk about September and some of the other ones later. Uh, let's get you to the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, versus the LA Galaxy. This game at BC Place in Vancouver, Canada, July 13th, 7.30. Excuse me. I should sort of lie 13th, and it's July 15th. I just typed in today's date whenever I did this, because why not, right? <laughs> They're playing tonight? Yeah. yeah July They're 15th. playing an hour ago? Yeah. July 15th, 7.30 p.m. is your TV start time. 7.39 p.m. is your kickoff time. Uh, on MLS Season Pass, but it's on Apple TV for free. Again, no complaining. Game. No complaining. We don't we don't do it. Uh, just in case you were wondering what color the LA Galaxy will be wearing, it will be the tech green. I just I changed my colors right now to, to not match tech up. Not tech green. It's not LA kick green. Whatever, it's tech green. It's the same green. <laughs> don't let's not let's not act like Slight, for a second that it's, it's a different green. Yeah. Slightly different. It it is. It's a little different. Yeah, um but yeah. Yeah, just just a, a funny thing on that, you know, 
<laughs> the galaxy put out a comment. Mm. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> I was going to say it. Comments. So please. Yeah. We heard the comments and we're wearing, uh, you know, the LA kit. And I was like, wait, this is an away game. Yeah. Vancouver yeah. dictates. Yeah. What jersey They're wearing you wear, white. So You're I wearing green. I know you heard the comments that we want the jersey, but I don't know that this was you made that call to make. We it heard your comments. It has nothing to do with what's <laughs> happening. They didn't lie. <laughs> you know, they, they they told the truth, but it was just kind of a funny, a funny, funny situation. The way it went I, I, I like people were responding with. Uh, did you hear the comments about Chris Klein since 2017? Yeah, did you yeah, Did you catch that those was ones? A great response, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, good, good. Just glad to see the internet is still undefeated. Good, to, good to know. Um, when we look at this game and sort of what it looks like in terms of possession. Vancouver's happy to give the ball up. Um, they did it against Austin. Well, it also helps, by the way, whenever you score in the first minute. Um, yeah. And that is now multiple times for the Vancouver striker. Um, and uh, it's just it's it's one of those things that now yeah. you've seen uh, seen multiple times where you have uh, Vite, right? Vite yeah, comes Pedro in. Vite. Yeah. This is the, yeah the, like you said, that was one of the match notes is that this is he scored 29 seconds into the match. And it's the second time this season he scored 15 seconds into the match versus Houston. So it's one, it's crazy that you score uh, that early. And two, to do it twice in a season, it's pretty impressive. So uh, basically in this game, Vancouver went up, uh, conceded in the 47th minute. So 1-1 out of halftime, basically, uh, and then scored the game winner in the 72nd minute uh, to make it 2-1. And that one lasted throughout the 10 minutes of, uh, of stoppage time and everything else that they had in this. Um, like I said, Vancouver's comfortable giving up the ball, Eric. And yeah. I think that works for the Galaxy. Uh, I think another thing that works for the LA Galaxy is that this was a Wednesday night game where they had to play against Austin, and so they're on short rest. The Galaxy are not on short rest. We'll see. Sometimes that helps. Yeah. Sometimes that hurt. You never know what that's yeah. going to do, but it feels like it should help this time. Um, yeah. And Vancouver, a little bit of a, a sneaky team in terms of their talent. It's, it's not one of those teams where... Um, you know, you read the roster and you go, man, you got to watch out for all these guys. But then when you break it down, Ryan Gold is someone who's made the Galaxy pay uh, for mistakes. So he's someone you always got to watch out for. Uh, you know, their striker white. He's someone who last season, I think every time, you know, when, when he first started kind of bursting onto the scene, he was scoring in pretty much every, you know, game that he uh, he, he was subbed onto. Uh, but he's been starting for them. So th they're a little bit dangerous back there. Um, and then they have a new a new uh, goalkeeper as well. I believe he's new this season. And so the ga the Galaxy, the Whitecaps are sneaky in the regard that they're not necessarily in the standings, one of the better teams. But if you right. look at their home results, their home results are really where they kind of make up the difference. So looking, they don't really have bad losses when you go and look through their schedule. But look at the, some of their results at home. They won 5-0 against Montreal. They won 6-2 versus Houston. So their, you know, BC place is a little bit of a fortress to them. That They really seem to play well on that turf. They have some home cooking. So that's the part that makes me a little bit wary. It's not like this team has gone out and gotten blown out by other teams or right. had poor results at home. They do their job at home and do it well. And then when they do have losses, you know, you look at uh, some of the games that they've lost, you know, against Seattle is the game that they lost. They, uh, another one they drew against Vancouver. So it's not like they are Cincinnati, excuse me. Yes. So Cincinnati is one of the, the top teams in the East. So it's not like they're out there, you know, getting poor results against, you know, decent teams. So that's the thing that makes me a little bit nervous. The fact that the Galaxy are going away, maybe the momentum has worn off or maybe the Vancouver feels like they're comfortable at home and they can get it done. And it's it's one of those weird things. Where when Vancouver comes to the digs, it seems like they always have our number. Right. But when we go there, we seem to have their number in, in, in a way. So 
is it going to balance out? Are they going to continue their home form or is the Galaxy going to be able to spoil it with the way they've been playing? Yeah, it could, could be a really big sort of game for momentum and everything else. So I'm, I'm nicknaming this one the Vanny Bowl, by the way, because you got Vanny Sartini versus Vanny, Vanny, Gre- yeah. Greg Vanny. This is the only time you're going to get Vanny versus Vanny. Uh, Sebastian Berhalter also on this uh, this team as well. So you, if you notice, the Berhalter name is there. Uh, Blackmon on the, on the back who was with LAFC at one point, I believe. And so um, there's uh, there's there, that'll be in play, I'm sure. So, yeah, they have a white and a black man. There's 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 a joke there somewhere. The, somewhere. Some, some, yeah. Somebody I'm can figure that one out. It. You're not going to make, make it, it, but you're just pointing yeah. it out that there is something there. <laughs> um, you know, fairly balanced in terms of whenever you look at their passing, what they did against Austin. I'll say that it certainly looks like they like to be strong down the middle and use the wings. The good news is the LA Galaxy are one of the strongest down the middle and use the wings. So it should be a sort of clash of, of, of different uh, sides. Interested to see sort of what the what the midfield does because it looks like Vancouver tries to pack it with five and has the wing backs on the outside and can really make the midfield you know condensed if they want to. Um, the Galaxy usually like to run through there, especially Ricky Pouge running through there and everything else. Douglas Costa playing on turf. Greg Vanny says there's uh, there's no such thing as good turf, but there's some turf that's better than others. Uh, and he goes and he goes. I, I think that they replaced their surface not too long ago, maybe in the last eighteen months. He goes so it's it's maybe softer than than others, and so isn't the worst in the world. But yeah, it's always an issue. It's always too dry you yeah, know he's hope- no right answer yeah and and he's like and and by the way he goes we also think that um you know we're go- we're hopeful that we'll be able to use the speed of the pitch to our advantage in this particular case with tyler boyd and you know douglas costa even quite honestly <laughs> which is crazy to say but you're out on turf so everybody uh the, you need to yeah. pray to your little statues or whatever you uh whatever <laughs> yeah. deity your, you, you light you your choose. candles yeah light your candles make your prayers do all the stuff um, and I, by the way, I've seen a lot of studies recently that said that turf and the advancements of turf that they made really have stemmed a lot of the injuries are about the same now. Um, so, you know, maybe you don't have to worry about it, but still, it feels like you're going to have to pray to yeah. some, some God on somewhere to <laughs> the soccer gods on high to, to yeah. keep the LA galaxy safe on this one. Um, did you have a uh, 538 info? I do have 538 right now. They have Vancouver as heavy favorites. Vancouver yes. with a 53% chance to win. The Galaxy with only a 24% chance to win. 23% chance for a draw. So I hear everyone celebrating. 538 has yep. Vancouver ready to win. That means the Galaxy are in good position. I like to compare it to the whole league, and they're they're right in the middle. They're okay. not, you know, they're not one of the lowest uh, favored teams, but they're also Vancouver isn't one of the the higher percentages as well. So it's kind of hovering around the middle. So take it for what it is in terms of 538. But, uh, you know, it feels like uh, Vancouver, their play at home seems to have them as favorites, not only on 538, but also on Bovada. We have them at minus 120 and then the Galaxy at plus 285. So unless you're really riding high and feeling good about Douglas, not Douglas, Doug, Doug Costa. Costa. I was going to say, DeMonte yeah. <laughs> was like, hey, you guys screwed up Doug's name. Yeah, I appreciate the shout out, DeMonte. And uh, and, and re- if you really like how they're playing, there's money to be made on this game. Again, not a financial advisor, but <laughs> if you're feeling good about the Galaxy, uh, you know, maybe a draw plus 310. That might be the way to go. Ooh, that's a, that sounds like it. But, you know, what's, what's 100 bucks to win 310, right? <laughs> in between friends. No problems. Um, watch party for the LA Galaxy. Danny Kay's in orange uh, on 1096 North Main Street. Uh, specials include $10 mugs. The Galaxy Star Squad will be there. Cosmo and more. I was like, wonder what's 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 more? What, what else are you going to bring? Koozies. No. Yeah, you, you got koozies, the Star, Star Squad, Cosmo. What more do you want? predictions guaranteed to be wrong eric as great as i felt about rgs i feel like this is going to be the crash down to earth with how well 
Vancouver plays at home. I, I just feel like this is where the G's crash on earth. I'm calling a 2-1 loss. Okay. I think this is where the streak ends. I haven't seen Greg Vanny's team put three wins in a row together. Ever. So you, you haven't seen wrong. it. Yeah. Prove me wrong, Greg Vanny, because and I'm, I'm betting on it not happening. Yeah, by the way, he, he Toronto, yes, but not with the Galilee Galaxy, okay? So not not three. So this is the chance. Uh, I, too, like a 2-1 scoreline. I think the Galaxy are going to win, however, so we will we will be on either sides of the two ones. And, and one of us has got to be right. Yeah, one of them, or, or, or neither. Or not. Yeah. Or it could be 5-0 blowout. It, yeah. it could be anything. Really, we're, we're so small. I mean, one is, I'm going to tell everybody, that here's a little secret. Call two one games. It's the most it's the most common score that is out there. Two one is basically the most common score. Call two one and, and you're usually pretty good. Um, so two one uh, for the LA Galaxy. You have two one for Vancouver. We'll see how it all plays out. But again, the game coming up on July fifteenth, not thirteenth, like the graphic says, because that's just silly. Uh, July fifteenth on Saturday night, seven thirty p.m. is your TV start time. Seven thirty nine p.m. is your kickoff time. Just a nine minute lead in. If you're wondering who all of the announcers are for all of these wonderful games. Here they are. Blake Price and Paul Dolan will be your announcers on this particular game. Uh, I believe I have set up a, a a Vancouver radio hit before this game starts, so I'll be doing that. But that doesn't matter because none of us live in Vancouver, so you can't really hear it. So <laughs> You're not going to be listening to them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If you well, are you in Vancouver... Yeah. You listen to Vancouver home radio on Apple, right? There you go. That's, That's yeah, you, you probably can. Yeah, I just don't think I'm just not on that early. I don't think so. It doesn't matter. We're, we're all good. Uh, yeah, that's where we sit. L.A. Galaxy trying to make it three in a row, trying to expen- extend the unbeaten streak from seven to eight. By the way, the uh, it's already seven is the longest, I think, under Vanny. Eight is the is the next one, uh, obviously, after this. It would be a significant increase, especially if there's a draw, if there's a win there. Um, because then that would set a new mark for three wins in a row. And winning games is the best way to climb up this chart. So I'm just telling you, I've yeah, seen... That's I've what seen, I hear. That's what I hear. They, that's what they say. I hear three points are better than one. Yeah. That, that's what they say. I, that's, I don't know who they are, but that's what they say. So uh, that's what we said. Eric, anything else that you, you want to get to before we get out of here? No, I think we're good. I'll give a shout out to my special viewers on YouTube. They know who they are. Love you guys. But please go to bed. Please, please. go to bed. Wow. Stop texting Please. I love you guys, though. Yeah. So you tell you tell you talk that way to your parents, huh? Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Eric, tell people where they can find you. Let's go. Uh, all right. As for everyone else, you can find me on everything at HammerEV9. That's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and now Threads. That's at HammerEV and the number nine. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at JGESWIN, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast, at Galaxy Podcast on Twitter, at Galaxy Podcast on Threads on Instagram. All that fun stuff is right there, so please check it out. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you have all of our shows are right there for you, all waiting to be clicked on, all right? That's it. LA Galaxy, Vancouver Whitecaps coming up. Last game before the League's Cup break, a big six-point game swing. We hope everybody enjoys it. We'll catch you after the weekend. For Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Bear, I'm Josh Pato Guessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to our little Corner of the Galaxy. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.